Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Right side Clarkson. Top to Gobert. Left wing Conley. Conley, go, they go under the pick. He fires the three and hits. Mike Conley... Career three-point shooting, 40, or this year, 40.7. Best ever, 40.8. He just went above it as he's now one for two on the day. Beautiful defense by Gobert. Leads to a fast break for the Jazz and a slam dunk for Bogdanovich. And the Jazz are up 20, 73-53. Here early in the third, the Utah Jazz looking for their 52nd win of the season, which remarkably in a 72-game season would be the most wins for Quinn Snyder in his coaching career in a single season. Clarkson fires a three on cue and nails it. The 18th of the game for the Jazz, and it's now 110-85 Utah, 5.20 to play. I mean, I think it's... uh... It's a great accomplishment, and obviously, uh, you know, it's it's not our main goal. Our main goal is to to get the championship, but uh, you know, we we still have to you know enjoy those moments and uh, you know and, and be proud of you know of the year and of the the work that we that we put in this year. Jazz beat the Kings, Gordon. Uh, other than a slow start, really beat them no problem. Uh, they finished the season 52 and 20, the best record in the NBA. First time in franchise history. Out, they've done that outright. Uh, they had the best record in the NBA two seasons in the 90s, but it was a tie. So this is a new ground, and the Jazz do it in kind of a wonky season, uh, Gordon. And uh, and uh, you heard Rudy saying there's still you know uh, more work yet to be done, but. Um, mm-hmm. Quite the accomplishment, I'd say. I don't know. Where do you want to start the conversation? No, I today? agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. It was an accomplishment. And think about where the Jazz were. What were they picked to finish? They say sixth. By whom? Uh, I don't know. Probably four, five, six. I mean, they finished in the four or five slot for the last three years now. Four years, three years. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's kind of where I think most folks saw them. Certainly not first. Yeah. And so I was thinking about. I was thinking about. Uh, what the Jazz have been able to achieve and how they did it and the conditions under which they did it. And all of that is impressive to the extent that they did it. And I think Jazz fans can be really, really proud of this team. I agree. Uh, Yeah. They're going to have the defensive player of the year um, is going to be Rudy. I mean, we can read what John Hollinger wrote about it today. Uh, we can get to that a little bit later on in the show. But uh, Jordan Clarkson is going to be the sixth man of the year. Quinn Snyder should be a, a, a strong candidate for coach of the year. I'm just not sure he's going to get it. Yeah. I mean, uh, we should be talking about all NBA performances from, from Rudy and Donovan, I would guess. And so they're going to get some recognition coming their way. As in they deserve it. Yep. I mean, that's not a, that's not homerism. That's just looking at the facts as they are. And uh, we've had a front row seat to see uh, how effective all of those individuals have been and how it's all worked together collectively. And it's pretty hard, if you want to look at it objectively, it's pretty hard to deny any of that. So, yeah, and, and I do give Quinn a lot of credit for it because he's the one that, that turned Jordan Clarkson loose. When some of us were out there saying that he was a little reckless with his shot selection. Some of you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Quinn was over there saying, shoot away, my friend. And that's what he did. And that looked pretty good yesterday, didn't he? I'll tell you what, what, as long as we're talking about Jordan Clarkson, can I add this? Mm -hmm. Um, Jordan's talked about it a few times. You know the one thing Quinn Snyder really did for him was actually take something out of Jordan's game. 
and Jordan's talked about this, how Coach Snyder had basically told him to, to limit, significantly limit the amount of mid-range shots that he takes. So he's taking the three and he's getting Still the floater and and at the the rim. I don't know. We should uh, we should get into the advanced numbers. Uh, we could look at, uh, at at in fact, give me a few minutes and I can well, bring it up. He but. likes that search dribble and then he likes to sort of. I, I guess you could maybe it is around the rim more than it is from from mid range. At, at what point? Certainly in the paint. At what point does does mid range begin and uh, at the rim end? Well, uh, at the rim is usually considered like the restricted area. Uh, but I don't know. In the paint, I, I still don't know if I'd consider that mid-range. Yeah. Well, he likes to fiddle and faddle around until he finds a position where he can uh, he can get the shot off. What do you have? So Jordan Clarkson this year is taking 0.8% of his shots from 16 feet to three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that we're, that's, that we're talking eight? about long twos. We're talking about 0.8%. Last year he was at 2.6. The year before that he was at 2.8. Year before that 2.7. Year before that 8.7. Year before that 12.9. Year before that 15.3. Year before that 14.6. Uh, and on and on. Uh, his rookie year he shot 22.1 percent of his shots from uh, 16 feet to three. Hmm. So I mean a significant downturn. Yes. Even you know 0.8 to 2.6 last year. I mean that's that's a fairly significant difference. And then on three, he's up to fifty-five point seven percent of his shots, uh, up from last year at forty-seven. Yeah. So almost ten percent more of his shots coming from three. Yeah, he shoots a lot from out there, and that's why I know Bowler likes to track how many games he's had of making a three-pointer. Well, he shoots a lot of them. He really should make at least one, because he shoots so many out there. And he, he has for a long time now. So, yeah, I mean, the Jazz, they have to look back at the regular season and feel pretty good about it. And I thought that was impressive that uh, that Quinn was telling them to stop and, and feel good about it yesterday after the win. He knows what's ahead of them. He knows they have to work their butt off. And he knows this is going to be tough step by step. And it might really be tough right from the beginning depending upon who they end up having to face in the first round. But, uh, you know, you win as many games as they have this year. Uh, like I said, with the adversity they were coming off of and, and some of the things that had to come together. And, yeah, I mean, they, that, that, that's – I believe that you can bound forward by celebrating the here and now. You know, some people, ah, no, 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 they haven't done anything. You know, well, that's – okay. But go ahead and celebrate it and feel good about it and then work your butt off and move forward. And I think the Jazz are pretty confident, especially when they get uh, Donovan back. Now, how the playoffs lay out. I don't think that yesterday uh, yesterday's outcomes were particularly good for the Jazz as far as their path goes um, through the playoffs. What the Clippers did these last two games, I mean, should just offend <laughs> Every red-blooded American sports fan. You mean out because there. they were trying to do everything they could to dodge the Lakers? That they intentionally lost to the Rockets and then the Thunder. The very same Thunder team yeah. that Gordon we saw mm-hmm. on Friday. Mm-hmm. That team had no business beating uh, the 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 Mill Creek Third Ward. Yeah. And so I- <laughs> how the Clippers can intentionally and watch the last couple minutes of that game, Gordon? Zero defense. I yeah. mean, like intentionally getting out of the way. I saw it. Like, am I am I facing the wrong direction? Oh, my man scored again. Yeah, Darn it. It's uh, it's 
Anyway, so the Clippers as, fall to four. As much as we have sort of celebrated the fact that there's a play-in and and that that should eliminate some of that stuff, uh, there it still remains at certain levels, and uh, it's a bastardization of competition. It really is, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. So the Jazz, if they were to get through the first round of the playoffs, likely will get the Clippers in the second. I think that that is a bad thing. I guess people could argue that, but uh, I'd certainly rather have. Uh, I mean, I'd rather have Denver in the second round. Certainly, rather have Dallas in the second round, which I guess could still happen. But anyway, and then on top of that, the Blazers beat the Nuggets in a game which the Nuggets hardly tried, uh, meaning that the Lakers are in the play-in scenario, leaving open the opportunity for the Jazz to play the first round against LeBron and the Lakers, only to have the Clippers waiting in the second round, which would be uh, the worst-case scenario. Now, let me ask you this, because I've heard people saying that the Jazz should be rooting to face the Lakers and not the Warriors. Why? I don't know. I I because no, 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 that no. just seems no. that just seems totally not. I mean, if, if you're buying that LeBron's really really hurt, okay, I can, you could make that argument. But man, I'm not seeing that. I uh, well, okay, well that, that's a that's an interesting way of looking at it because if you think LeBron is going to be hurt and not play, then maybe I can sort of see it. But if LeBron can bounce back. And any update on? Uh, he looked pretty good last night. Uh, did, did, uh, yeah, but he hurt himself. He hurt it at the end of the game, didn't he? Near the fourth quarter. I somewhere. haven't seen an update. But uh, if if they're full strength, then I still would probably favor the Lakers to win it all. I know that's not a popular opinion around here, and I know some people disagree with that because of all the discombobulation that's gone on with that team. But if LeBron is healthy and AD is healthy. Uh, a lot of people say, well, who what else they got? Well, they got Dennis Schroeder, who's a real pain in the butt for the Utah Jazz because the Jazz don't have anybody fast enough to stay in front of them, and most teams don't. Yeah, I, outside of LeBron and AD, the Lakers don't impress me all that much. I mean, Schroeder's fine. He's an upgrade over Rondo, which they but, had but, last but, but year. His, but his skill set is uniquely uh, positioned to hurt the Jazz because he's faster than any Jazz guard. Also, Steph Curry. Yeah, but Steph doesn't have AD and LeBron on his exactly, team. which is why we agree with this. And I, 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 my, I guess my take has more to do with the the Warriors than it does the Lakers. I think the Lakers are really, really dangerous if they're healthy. If, I, if LeBron's ready to go, and wouldn't that be? I mean, I, I think you set it up nicely there, Jake. If the Jazz play, they'll have to face the Lakers in the first round. You got to play them probably sooner or later. And so, uh, my you know, my philosophy has always been go ahead and beat whoever's in front of you, regardless. But that that Laker team, if healthy, is going to be a big, big problem. Well, the Warriors, I don't think, are going to be a big, big problem. As unbelievable as Steph is playing. He can't score. Yesterday. He can't score all of the baskets in a playoff series. But I mean, they play. Can't. They play good defense. They do play good defense, and Draymond is playing well in that kind of you know, uh, um, I guess point forward type of role that they've carved out for for him. And defensively, he still makes them unique. I got it, but they're so under talented. Under-talented, but, uh, you know, Jazz fans saw what happened in that regular season game recently. 
And obviously Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell didn't play in that game. And that does make a big, big difference. You think? But uh, but they play that kind of defense. This is, it can be sticky for the Jazz. And so we'll see how it goes. Uh, by the way, speaking of Mike Conley, nine assists in that game yesterday in limited minutes. He makes a big difference on the Jazz. He really, really does. He does. I, I completely agree. And uh, the offense runs so much better with him. Um, and as long as we're going down this road, I mean, for a lot of reasons, um, none probably more important than when teams try to play that defense, the switchy defense, you can't when Mike Conley is out there doing his thing. So, I a mean, lot more difficult. It's a lot more difficult because you can't park a, a, a lumbering big in front of Mike Conley because <laughs> he's just going to go right around him every single time. I like that word, lumbering. I know, it's a great, it's a great <laughs> word. Very, very descriptive. You know exactly what we're talking about when you, exactly. use, the word, when you use the word lumbering. So, so what do you think they do? You think they're still going to try and do it if they do end up facing the Jazz in the first round? Still, still try to do that switchy thing and and see uh, where it leads them, even with Mike Conley in the lineup. I, I mean, we'll we'll see him try. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the that's the great thing about series basketball, right? I mean, it's the chess match between the coaches. Never is coaching more important than it is in a series because it's the, you know, adjustment to what one team is doing uh, in the other. And yeah, I think Golden State likely, if the they played the Jazz, would have to adjust that mentality because. You know, personnel-wise, the Jazz will be certainly more equipped to deal with it. Yeah. And other teams have tried it this year when the Jazz are full strength and it's failed miserably. So, you know, but you take the two of their primary ball handlers off the team, leaving just Joe Ingles yeah. and kind of Jordan Clarkson. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna go as well against that defense. After what we've seen over the past number of weeks, there's probably no one who's happier to see Mike Conley back on the court than Joe Ingles. Oh, yeah, because he can go back to Cannon catch-and-shoot threes, which he's so right. good at. And and he's really good at setting up the bigs, and it gives him some freedom to do that as opposed to what he was being asked to do prior to. And that was namely, <laughs> well, try to replicate what was missing. And it was very difficult to do, especially, well, we saw that against the Warriors. So we're, we're both giving no chance, though, to Memphis or San Antonio. Uh, you know, I'm, there's always a chance, right? Yeah, that's not a good one, though. No, I wouldn't think so. I, I would predict it to turn out that the Jazz would end up playing the Warriors. But when you have a, a star player like, like Steph, who knows what crazy things can happen. And I don't know. You don't think the Lakers would rather play the Jazz than the Suns? I was thinking you? the same thing. If they didn't have to play an extra game, I wouldn't put it past them to maybe lose on purpose. But I don't know if that would be worth it because you have to play another game after that. Yeah, yeah, I thought that same thing. And I don't know what the how have the Lakers done against the Suns this year. I have no idea. I didn't look that up. But the thought did cross my mind because of what you said earlier about what the Clippers were doing. It's like everybody has these machinations in mind about what they want to do to it and how they're going to get to where they want to be. I, I just think that stuff is dangerous because you're teetering on the edge of a cliff. Uh, if you tell your players you're afraid to play somebody or you even give them any kind of symbol symbolism that that's true, uh, that's a negative message. Um, but Except for Denver maybe I'm living did, in the 100 acre wood. Denver did it two years ago, the last week of the season. Remember when the Jazz unexpectedly got the Rockets yeah. because of the long shot mm -hmm. circumstance? Well, that was Denver <laughs> losing on purpose. And uh, if you recall, what round of the playoffs did Denver get to that year? 
I don't remember where how far. The Western Conference Finals. Ah, uh, well, that's good for them, I guess. It's cheap, though. I'm all about the competitor. Uh, that's what I want to see. We're actually, you know what, I take that back, though, Uh, as dramatically as I said, Western Conference Finals. I think they lost to Portland in the second round because that was the irony that they wanted. Yeah, Portland. They wanted Portland, and then Portland beat them. So I take that. That was a really profound point that was incorrect. You were educating me, and I was (laughs) going, wow, I don't remember that. Like, as soon as it left my tongue, I was like, no, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) Maybe maybe a little research. Does that happen to you a lot? Uh, (laughs) No. No, hardly ever. No, never. That, that uh, might have been the first time, actually. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I mean, people can look at this, but it is interesting to hear what jazz fans say about who they're going to face and what they're hoping for and what they're afraid of. I, I think in the back of most people's minds who really understand how great LeBron is if he's healthy and AD is no slouch either. You know how dangerous that Laker team can be. I think most Jazz fans want to do what they can, want the Jazz to do what they can to, uh, or actually they probably can't do anything, but uh, hoping at least that uh, it will be the Warriors rather than the Lakers. Plus, I'm not really buying that LeBron's all that hurt, but the the language he uses to talk about it, though, is so overly <laughs> dramatic. And he's been that way his entire career. I mean, like remember what? back what's, when uh, he, he what's, was... What's in your he was, uh, well, remember back when he was, like, younger and he would go down on the ground and stay down for, like, 10 minutes? Do you remember all that? <laughs> Did they bring the magic uh, spray in? All that, all that act. Oh, yeah, the magic spray. Um no, I mean, just uh, what did he say the other day? Uh, he said he'll never get back to 100% in his career. What well, does that mean That's exactly. what he's saying about his ankle. I mean, you mean just, at his peak? He's just well, yeah, probably not. You're he's older like, now. I'll never be the same again. I'll never recover <laughs> from this injury again. Man, I feel like that's just about every morning I get up. Anyway, he's he's always been fairly dramatic about his injuries. But, I mean— a high ankle sprain is something that's difficult to yeah. shake. So I don't know. That, that's the big mystery to it all. Because if LeBron's not uh, at 100%, maybe you could make that argument that you'd rather face the Lakers. But if if he's 100%, I mean, LeBron's LeBron. If he's 100%, then I would probably, if I had to pick, I might pick the Lakers to win the West. Well, that's not a surprise. Well, but it's got nothing to do with any kind of bias. It's well, you know, L A K E R S. Yeah, yeah, but that well, was we've all ju- heard the drama. You know, that was a joke. That was a joke when I said that. I know. You you love L A. I don't. We don't. You got me on we record there yeah. too, don't you? But yeah, none of do. that is authentic. I, I'm sticking with the Clippers. I think they're still. Mm. All right. We'll see. And now we'll find out. Finally, I know. I know. And I'll stay with the Jazz. Cool. Call me a homer. Hey, that's a, that's all right. You know, you didn't have the courage to pick the Lakers, but that's okay. The thing about the Jazz <laughs> and the Jazz, look, the Jazz are the Jazz are dangerous, and they might they might do it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh no, there's no way the Jazz are going to, you know, like the skeptics do. They they have impressed, and uh, especially at full strength again. If Donovan Mitchell is all ready to go, Mike Conley back, yeah, they are tough. But yet you're picking them to lose to the Lakers in the first round. Uh, no, I don't think they'll play in the first round. If they don't play in the first round, when do they play? Uh, the Lakers would be on the other side, right? So they play. So it wouldn't be till the finals. Till the conference the finals. finals, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think the Lakers beat the Warriors? 
and play the Nuggets or the Suns. Well, yeah, he doesn't yeah. see the Lakers losing again for the <laughs> uh, in the postseason. LeBron if, hurt if, his ankle again, like Le- you mentioned. If LeBron is healthy, and he did tweak that ankle again in the game yesterday, so I I don't know where he is. But if he is healthy, I don't know how anybody can dispute this. I I, I mean I I respect your opinion. But when you think about what LeBron has done in his career, along and now he's got Anthony Davis alongside. They are the defending champs. Now, I know the team is a little different now, but they, they are two of the f- five best players in the league. Oh, I don't believe—I don't agree with that take, but— Okay, uh, the ten best. I don't know where you're going to put Anthony Davis, but he is— He's a great okay. player who's capable of going off for 50 points in a game. You've got the Lakers 12-0. and We've got it. No? Man, well, you're I, kind I, of disrespecting Kawhi Leonard a little bit, no? Uh, maybe disrespecting the Clippers a little. Because Kawhi Leonard's you were absolutely pretty yeah, good. Like, you were absolutely convinced they were going to win the world last year. And if it weren't for the bubble, I think they <laughs> could have. Of course, going to blame it on the, the, the Lakers uh, beat the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Congratulations on that. Well, we, the jazz, wait, the, wait. The Jazz showed how difficult that was to beat the Nuggets. The Jazz had the Nuggets on the ropes. Did they win the series? They should have. They did that. They should have. Did that. I still think the Jazz were a better team last year than the Nuggets. The Nuggets were favored heading into that Don't series. Don't care. Okay. All right. Again, the Magic Vegas predicting wizard is not the end-all, be-all. And speaking of the wizard, they have the Lakers as the I, favorite. I know why you're and, picking the Lakers. They're the favorite the, and the Lakers. It's the perfect storm. Oh, wait. Is, are the Nets or the Lakers the favorite? I don't know which one. The Nets. The Nets and then the Lakers, then the Clippers, then the Jazz. So, yeah. You just love LA. <laughs> you you no. and Randy Newman. No, you're you the one that's going it. gaga over I the Clippers. We're going to talk uh, UCLA football coming up listen, next. Listen Stay to the tuned. tone. Listen to how sweet the, the, the tone is. I love LA. Jake's <laughs> oh, that sounds like I can sing. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.